the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning, and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones. And also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, as you all know, of the business and the foundation, which is so near and dear to my heart because we're helping people. We're helping people who really need help. And seniors who are aging need help. Mm-hmm. And our topic today is love overall. And we're doing love overall for multiple reasons, but mostly because of the state that our country is in, to be quite honest. And with me today is Pastor Tim Helland. Good, good to be here, Wendy. Yeah, awesome. it's always, always good, good to, to be here with Next Steps and you. Thank you. Um, Tim is a pastor at Creekside Christian Church, mm-hmm. which is not too far here in Rochester Hills. Um, but really, you know, Tim and I worked together in outreach ministry for seniors years ago. Oh Was it gosh, like 20, 20 years ago? ago yeah. <laughs> I know we don't look that old, but... <laughs> when I was really young. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but... But the reason we're here today is because Pastor has been sharing with us on a regular basis throughout this year just, you know, what we can do, what we can do as people to, you know, I'm going to say pay it forward, make a difference, change mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have the ability. It starts with us. And so, you know, Pastor's moved us through uh, the Book of Romans and you know, last uh, last time he was with us, it was about um, conflict and adversity mm-hmm, and how to mm-hmm, handle those situations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is just a good reminder to all of us. And I just want to remind us, you know, our seniors are so wise and so have so much knowledge and have lived through so much. And I next year, every month, I'm going to have a new senior on. 
Um, so the Lord put that on my heart for next, next year, because I really feel like they need to speak to us all. They mm, need to kind good. of, um, really share with us like life experiences. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, but we've got pastor Tim here today to close up our year and I'm super excited about the word that God has given him. So I'm going to turn it over to you, pastor, because you said, I know you said we're starting in, um, Colossians. Yes. Yes. You know, as we, as we've talked all year about, mm-hmm. uh, how you know we have these three things remain faith hope and love and then he says the greatest of these is love so so we've been really emphasizing and digging deep into the reality that love covers all love covers a multitude of sins and you look at Paul's writings to this church in Colossus and in Colossians 3 at verse 14 he says um and over all these virtues, so you think of all the virtues that we can have, he says, put on love. Mm. So, so you, you, you see the, the necessity of being intentional and putting love on every single day. I, this, this, I, today I sent out the scripture to a bunch of people and I said, now, as you're getting dressed, you're getting ready put for on. the day, put, put on love. And then he says this, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And and I as I was praying and I was thinking about today and this uh, Christmas coming up in a yeah, few weeks and we're wow. wrapping up this series on love overall. Goes fast, doesn't it? Two thousand twenty-two. Oh my gosh, <laughs> um, I couldn't help but think that the end game for finding unity as as people, as culture, as a world is putting love on, having that love overall. Amen. And so what better gift could we possibly imagine for the world mm-hmm. than unity? And not, not just a form of unity or, or a, an attempt at unity, right? but perfect unity. Mm-hmm. And so think, of, think of, um, of all the things that we would want to do at Christmas time. And, and normally as you get older, or even when you have, you have kids and they want, they don't just want a toy, they want a new toy. So we want something new. We want to refresh. We want to upgrade whatever, you know, whatever we do with our gifts, you know, with all the, the uh, uh, advances in technology, it's, you know, the, the iPhone 13 is no longer a big deal because there's an iPhone 14. So, but in Colossians 3.10, it talks about the, the positive counterpart to putting off the old which is putting on new and so when you look at what what paul is talking about here and this is where where we're living right now what we've been Mm -hmm. talking about in 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 uh in earnest here but everybody's really been referencing over ever since covid yeah and we see all the you know tragic today's the 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 two-year anniversary of the shooting in oxford and so we, we're, we, we have these constant reminders of these problems and these issues in culture where people are there, why, why, are we, why are we killing each other? What's going on? And what Christ offers us is a new self. And so, so where I wanted to start in this, this first segment this morning is being able to receive a new self. Instead of looking at Mm-hmm. The issues in all everybody else in the whole world. Okay, where am I at, and and how can I change? And the greatest change, the most, and it's not just the most effective for today. It actually becomes the most effective change that is eternal, 
is in accepting Christ. Absolutely, without a doubt. And, and, and when he comes in, what does makes he do? all the difference in the world? He, he brings love. Mm-hmm. He he, you 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 have this incredible picture. Right. It's two thousand years old, but it's still, you know, the most influential person in history is Jesus. And it's because of this love that he showed. I love how John writes about it when he says, For God so loved the world, John 3.16. He gave his only son that whomsoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. Who, who is it for? Everyone. So, so what, how do we distinguish or how do we profile or how do we, how do we decide who gets it and who doesn't get it? There's no discriminations here. It's for everyone. So when we start, it's free. Yeah, when we look at this virtue of love that comes from Christ, and He says, over all these other, everything that's good. So think of all the virtues that you can possess as a person or as a culture. He says, over all those, love over all, mm-hmm. put on love. And and when we begin to starting with ourselves, how can I change? And here's what I love about. Uh, having this relationship with Christ, looking at every year and, and getting ready to celebrate Christmas, what does he bring to me? He brings a new me. Right. Can't get any better than that. Yeah, it's, it's the <laughs> I, Tim, 61. Here we are, a whole new year with a whole new Tim. But it's him doing something. I and mean, he says, you know, put off the old and put on the new. Right. And that, that's our goal, I think. As, as, we, as we go into this new year, is to live at a place where we realize, I can't do this on my own. I'm not in and of myself, as good as I think I might, I might be, or as hard as I try, um, I, need, I need something more. And that something more really is this, this Christ love that's the greatest of virtues that really needs to cover everything of all of who I am. And, and that's what we'll be talking about as we go through uh, these next, you know, 40 some minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it is so important to recognize it's not us. It's not us. Mm-mm. It is not us. It is God. And it is God in us. And he's the one who strengthens us. He's the ones who, who refreshes us, mm-hmm. lets us start anew. And we do need to put on that armor of God. When I look at, uh, you know, you, you, you listen to all the bills that are being written and all the bills that are being crafted and all the ideas that people have and all the agendas and all and everybody's got an idea try this try this try this try this and and i'm not saying we shouldn't and i'm not saying that none of those have any value but how well is all that working Hmm. and then you look at at what has happened and what doesn't i look i starting with me when i accepted christ when i when i let christ begin to lead my life all of a sudden i saw other people differently. And then they start to see me differently. And this, I believe, is what begins to really lead us to true unity, which is what we're going after. I think that's what we need as a, as a culture. Yes. As a community, as a state, as a nation, mm-hmm. we absolutely need unity. And you know where it's going to start? With God and prayer and our churches. That's what I believe, full-heartedly. And it's time for us to rise up and make a difference. So that's a, that's a very timely word, Pastor, especially going into Christmas season and in the new year, because I really do feel like this is a time people do a lot of reflecting. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how was my year? What did I accomplish? 
what did God want me to accomplish? And did I do it? And it's, it's, uh, I've really been on this mission lately to stress to people that I think we tend to get in a rut of finding a goal, Mm -hmm. making a plan, and then praying, God, bless me as I try to do this. (laughs) That's so funny you say that. Okay, go ahead. But really what Jesus taught us to do was go to God, find out his plan, and then ask him to bless you to help him do what he wants. Just saying. That's what, you know, when we, when we put on the love of Christ, we begin to be, think, act, live more like him. And I think that's where, that's where God is Taking calling us. us. He really is. He really is. I'm going to share a story in the next segment because it's kind of timely with what you're talking about. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, and we're going to be back with you in just a few moments. Good morning and welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. And our topic today is love overall. We're here with Pastor Tim Helland. And Pastor, I'm just going to turn it over to you because we're just moving into, you know, the planning purposes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You were just talking about in the last segment. Well, you, 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 we have this beautiful description by Paul of, of how we can find and achieve not just a form of unity, but perfect unity. And he says... Over all these virtues, put on love. So we've been talking about love overall. And when you look at the, the plan and the process that God has in giving us his son, people want to say, well, who is this for? Well, the answer is everyone. So there's no distinction in, in who Christ will, will come to or who Christ is available to or who Christ gives this love to. It's, it's Christ is all and in all. And that's what we, we see in Colossians 3. This is why Jesus came. So as we, as we celebrate Christmas, you, you see the, the, the most history-impacting and culture-shattering event of all time was the Advent, the first time Jesus appeared here as a little baby, and then you, you watch his life, and we go through it. And when you, you look at what Paul is writing, as he's referencing all that Christ has done in Colossians 3, you see that the, the point of verse 11, referring back to verse 10, is we have to put something off in order to put him on. And, and I think so often when we look at the ills of society, which everybody likes to point at somebody else and say, that's the reason. And here Paul's saying, no, 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 no. First of all, there's something that I need to lose. There's parts of my, you know, the, the, the antithesis of the virtues are these sins or these, uh, the issues that I have negative issues that I need to lose. And so when you, when you take those things off, well, what do you replace it with? He says, put on Christ. Not, not just, not just, uh, it's not just a verbal statement. It's putting on his love. Put his love on, the virtue of the, the love of Christ Amen. over everything. So the first thing that people see when they see you is, is love. And it's, and it's a Christ-like love. And as Paul is writing this, this is something to me that's amazing, is there's no distinction culturally with what he's writing between Greek and Jew. 
Now, in that culture, that was the main distinction. Because you had a polytheistic culture and a monotheistic. So you had the Jews that only believed in Jehovah, and you had the Greeks that had all kinds of gods. And Paul's saying, hey, we can all come together in Christ and, and find unity. That was, that was impossible for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. It seems impossible now, but... But, but he says it's Christ is all and in all. And, and I think we tend to want to boil this down to a religion thing. And say, oh, of course you would say that you're a Christian. Well, I, I'm not saying this because I'm a Christian. I'm saying this because I see how it works. And it's, I see how it's worked historically. Now, have there been hiccups? Yes. Have there been people that said they were Christians and did bad things? Absolutely. But we're not looking to them. We're looking to Christ. Right. And, and as we do that, all of a sudden, what I find is God creating not just a new Tim, a new community. And, and, it's, and it's in me realizing where my issues are, losing the negative issues, and putting on the chief virtue, which is the love of Christ, this, this, this perfect love, love that goes, it goes beyond any culture, any race, any whatever, you, you, any sin, any, it, it goes beyond all those things. And we can, now we can look at each other, not through the eyes of uh, discrimination or distinction or prejudice, but through an, an unadulterated love. And I believe that when we begin to look at life that way and we begin to receive that kind of gift, not only, not only do, do we change, but everything around us changes. And here's what I, I can say this with great certainty. My marriage changed. My business changed. My kids changed. And, and it wasn't that, that all of a sudden they became, they stopped being something that was so horrible because they really weren't. It's because all of a sudden I was looking at them differently. And then I saw it in, in people that I did business with and how I looked at, at my community and my nation and the world and um i see how this works we just got back from israel and you 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 think of the you know millennium of history over there and and how hotly contested that region is with war after war after war after war so for four thousand years they've been fighting 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 Mm -hmm. yet yet number today the number one industry in Israel is tourism. And who is coming there by far more than anyone? It's Christians. And why are they coming there? Because they want to see where Jesus walked. Because of the, the impact he had. He's still having an impact. Today. Thousands of yeah. so, years later. So, so what he did that we're still seeing the impact for, folks, he says, I want to do that with you. And I want to do that with you today. Good point. The greatest gift we could ever receive is allowing Christ to be all in us. And when I say us, I mean everyone. So, so he's in all. Who? Everyone. Well, what, what's the cutoff? There is no cutoff. What's the prejudice? There's no prejudice. What's the distinction? There's no distinction. And so, and, and each person who receives him, when we put that love on, he becomes all in us. And I'll tell you, I've, I've seen over and over again, um, 
I go to to the jails regularly. And actually, uh, just last week, I was asked to to come back to one of the largest county jails in the nation. It's the largest in Michigan. They've asked us to do a service on hope. Mm-hmm. Because this year, an unprecedented level of attempted suicides. And so we're going to every floor, every wing, to preach to every single incarcerated person, man and woman in that jail, in one day. We're doing, I think we're doing 11 services in Love four it. hours. And, and, and the reason we're doing this is because we see a change. And it's, what am I telling them? <laughs> Put on Love. Allow Christ to bring change to your life. And I, you know what? I believe we're seeing a change even in the jail. Well, and once you, once you do that, I feel like people feel, other people feel it, and then they want to put on love, and then it's paying it forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like buying the person's coffee behind you when you're in the line at Starbucks or Tim Hortons, and then they're like, oh, that was so nice. I'm going to do the same thing. So, you know, it's contagious. Love is contagious. And that's why, why, you know, when Jesus came and we celebrate his birth on Christmas, we celebrate his death on Easter, and you look at his death, it wasn't just for everybody who was sinning at that moment. It was for everyone who had sinned, Adam, forward to that moment. And then from that moment to the end of time, the, the ultimate pay it forward was Jesus on the cross. Exactly. And, and, and as awesome as it is to be at a Starbucks and get a free $6 coffee, it doesn't compare to the eternal life that we receive through the perfect love of Jesus Christ. And we don't just, we, first we, see, we receive forgiveness and salvation. But what comes after that? His love. We get to part. We, he becomes, his love becomes our love. Oh my gosh. That's what leads to unity. Active participants. Exactly. And you can show love anywhere. Just a small example. I was flying home from Florida this weekend, and there was a lady sitting next to me. And she was by herself. You could tell she was traveling by herself. And so I was just nice to her. I said, hi, you know, my name's Wendy. How are you? And she's like, oh, I just left. You know, and then she just started telling me her story, which... You know, you're there for people. But what was so interesting is her grandson had brain cancer, uh, had three surgeries, and was just healed miraculously. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So she's telling me the story, and then she's telling me about her family and her kids and different things going on. And I'm reading my Understanding God book because I'm doing a Bible study on Wednesday night. And as I'm reading my book, the Lord says, give her your book. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm no, not no I've her. got notes I, in here. I have all my marks. I had everything <laughs> underlined. I knew exactly what I was teaching on. And I was like, Lord, I, I have all my things marked in here. Like, like I, can I just send her a book? Give her the book. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? And I looked at her. I says, I'm going to just give this book to you right now. And she started crying. <laughs> She's like, you're giving that to me. So by the end of the thing, I'm praying for her. I invited her to church. I mean, this is just some random person that I'm sitting next to in the airport, on the airplane. So this is how you love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would have missed out on that whole conversation, the miracles, the prayer, the book, if I hadn't have been obedient and And friendly, right? And and I I believe that... We'll be talking about this in the next in the next segment. Is that as as we allow Christ to guide us and direct us, He takes us in a direction we wouldn't normally go, and we begin to do things we wouldn't normally do. But we, we'll see 
an outcome we could never get on our own. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to give you Pastor Tim's information when we come back from this commercial. So stay tuned and grab your pen and paper. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here today, love over all. And we've got Pastor Tim Helen from Creekside Christian Church, and he's going to share his service times, what he has going on, and also his website. So get your pen and paper handy if you're looking for a church. Yeah, it's a thrill to be here and always a privilege. Uh, I am Pastor Tim, Tim Helland at Creekside Christian Church. We're in the southeast cor- uh, east corner of Rochester Hills. Um, our, the the cross <laughs> streets are DeQuinder and Auburn. Yes, DeQuinder and, and so, Auburn. And um, so our website, it's very easy, C. The letter C, the number three, the number four, and the letter U, c 3 foryouorg You go to c3foryou.org, and it'll, uh, you'll see our website. It'll take you right to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're starting other channels and Rumble and YouTube, and we got a lot of stuff going on there. We have services Sunday at 11 o'clock. We've recently moved into uh, the main sanctuary of the campus that we're using we've really taken we now have access to the full campus we have a children's program wednesdays at seven we have a bible study wednesdays at seven we have greek grief share wednesdays at 6 30 a lot going on if you've ever that's that's a good point if you've ever lost a loved one and haven't gone through grief share highly recommend this class amazing program and you it, can come in jump in any time it will be life-changing for mm-hmm. you wednesdays at 6 30 and that's wednesdays at 6 30 at uh, creekside christian mm-hmm. church so and everything we do is on creekside's facebook page our, all our services are live casted and then they're also recorded so you can watch them so excellent um, if you don't have a church tune in yeah for sure join us. for sure join pastor us. tim is amazing as you can tell by him being here today and, and he hears from the lord and he reads the word regularly and and has insight from the holy spirit and that's the gift Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus was on this earth for 33 years, and he had constant insight. The Spirit was talking to him constantly. He was the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So when I think of him being gone and him leaving us with this gift of the Holy Spirit, we have that same option. But we oh, choose yeah. sometimes to be distracted, and we don't hear from him every day. So When you look at the, the, the impact that he had, and, and I love how, how Paul writes this in Colossians, so we've we've... Um, jumped from Romans to Colossians today. And you look at the change that Jesus brought, not just to his community and not just to the world in his day, but to the entire world every day since. Then we could ask the question, what's, what's new about this new self that we read about in verse 10? And it's that for them, Christ is all and in all, because Christ is all. And we have a lot of alls attached to this being Christ. And I believe that we get to the point where we realize that in order to, to receive all that we can by having this relationship with Christ, we have to allow Christ to be all. So it's not just that, that he, we are allowing him to be all that he can be. It's that we're allowing him to every part of our life and to everything that we do and and we we're actually uh, hungering and thirsting to see him in others too. Mm-hmm. So when it says Christ is in all, he really wants you know his spirit covered the earth. 
Well, he wants to fill the earth. He wants to fill every person here. And, and when, when you talk about reaching this, this uh, state of perfect unity, which seems like a fallacy. It seems like just a pipe dream. It'll ne- it will never happen. Well, um, I would contend that it will. There will come a point in time when there is perfect unity. And when will that be? That will be when Christ returns. But right. we, can, we can begin to achieve higher and higher levels of now. unity now <laughs> exactly. by allowing Christ <laughs> to be all in all because he is all. And, and that's where, as I was thinking about Christmas and what I'm going to be talking about pretty much everywhere I go, is, is receiving everything that Christ has for us. And we look at this book and people say, well, how are we supposed to know or live like Christ when, when he was God? Well, God gave us his word, and in that word is all the insight we need to be able to live and handle every, every issue, distraction, blessing, uh, challenge, anything that comes. We have the answer for it, but we have to, we have to avail ourselves to it. And, and I think that that's where Paul is going as he's writing this letter. You think of this guy, Paul. Who, who started uh, persecuting the church, mm-hmm. and then he has this divine appointment and this meeting with Christ, and he goes from Saul to Paul, and he becomes, not arguably, I say, he the most highly impactful evangelist that ever was. So he's written you know, two-thirds of the New Testament. Build and, the, build the know, church. Yeah, mm-hmm. so here he is. He's, he's building church. Everywhere he goes, he's planting churches, and they're still going. And... He says, it's not me, it's Christ. And, and of all these virtues that you see in me, over all those virtues is love. And it's not my love, it's Christ's love. And what, what Paul had to do is what all of us have to do, and this is what creates that new self, which is putting off the old and putting on Christ. Amen. And, and as more and more of us do that, what we see happening culturally is the old is... is you know, I love the, 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 the term that you use in some, you see in some of the um, translations is to slough off. So, you know, when you, you have dead skin, it sloughs off. So, you, yeah, yeah, you just kind of. <laughs> That's the word we use. And what value does it have? None. None. You vacuum it up. That's what all the dust is, as gross as that seems. But what we put on is alive, is vibrant. It's what, it's what keeps us healthy. And so. As we become healthier and, and putting on love over everything, the love, of, that, that, the love of Christ, then we become healthier and healthier. As we share that with others and they begin to put it on, the world becomes healthier and healthier and healthier. And this is where Paul is going. This is where I believe that um, Galatians 2.20 is another writing that Paul says, and he says, it's no longer I who live. He says, but it's Christ. Christ who lives in me. And as I Hmm. anticipate what's coming, not just at Christmas time, but in 2023, 2024, 2025, and beyond, I'm looking at where my kids are, what they're doing, um, what's happening in our church, in in, in our services, but I also see it happening in our community and in our nation. The more we allow Christ to live in us, which means we're living, we're living for him, but we're allowing him to live in us. So, so all of a sudden, he's doing his work through us. Amen. That's when 
you you I feel like oh my gosh now I've received all that he has for me and here's this amazing gift I think of my my firstborn when he was I think he was two or three and we did Christmas and he was the first grandchild the only grandchild so everybody and and by everybody loves babies a third of the way through <laughs> Christmas he was crying he was done. He's uh, no more, no more. And I think sometimes we're like that. We, we experience something where we see something in the word and we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. For most of us, it's salvation. We're saved. We're, we have eternal life. Oh my gosh, I'm done. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're just starting. And, and, and so he says, put this on, put this on. When? Every day, every day. And so what do we do? Just like, like, our physical bodies. Every day we slough off the old and new pops up. You know, here I am. I don't know how many hundreds of millions or whatever billions of skin cells this body has produced over 61 years. But to this day, they keep popping up. They keep showing up. <laughs> that might be TMI. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want to share something with you listeners that happened last night. And, and there's a reason behind this. Um, I was at a conference, a women's conference at a church. And... At the end, they had a time of prayer for healing. So I was standing next to my friend Liz, who uh, said that she knew of a woman who had COPD and had two weeks to live. And I was standing next to her, and she said, we need to call her up to pray. And she found her in the audience, and she kind of pointed her out and like said, come on up here. And she walks up, and you can tell she's struggling breathing. It's the first day she hasn't had oxygen in, I want to say, five weeks. She was in the rush to the hospital. It was a horrible story. But the story is when she came up, all I knew is she had COPD and she needed the power of Jesus. So when you're talking about Jesus lives in us, Mm -hmm. Liz and I laid hands on this woman and we prayed with the authority of the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus Christ healed this woman on the spot. There you go. That's my, it right there. My, all I can tell you is she felt the lift in her chest, in her lungs. She took a deep breath for the first time, and I don't know how long, and it was a 100% miracle, and she was healed on the spot. And so I'm saying that to say two things. Number one, you don't know the whole story, but she asked God a month before, do whatever it takes to help me quit smoking. So now she's healed, and guess what? She's not smoking. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just here to tell you, God's got a plan in everything he does, every single little thing. And there was a plan that that woman was getting healed last night. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, and we'll be back in just a moment for our last segment with Pastor Tim. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Pastor Tim Helen from Creekside Christian Church, C34U.org. That's so it. be sure to tune in. Definitely visit Pastor on uh, Sundays at 11. I think you would love it to Quinder and Auburn. Mm-hmm. So it's worth your time. <laughs> we got to start the week off right. Listeners. We think so. <laughs> we got to start the week off right. All right, Pastor, take it away. Well, you know, as as we, I loved the the um, 
the beautiful picture of the reality of what, what the power of that love that Christ has given us and the, and the necessity of, of putting on that love over everything. And, and I think so often we think, uh, you know, we did a wedding. My son got wedding in February, married in February. And so I had a suit cut and I had a new shirt and we got ties that matched and blah, 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 blah. And it was a freezing cold day and I had to put on my overcoat. <laughs> and you think, no, no, I want everybody to see this part of me. No, no, you really don't for a few reasons. But when you think of this virtue that that the word Paul is writing, but this is the Holy Spirit inspiring. He's saying, this is what people need to see. More important than any other virtue is this love of Christ. Amen. And so what we're doing is we're, you look at verses 12 through 14, and it t- talks about having a, a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another, forgiving each other. And, and it says, whoever has a complaint against you, forgive them. Forgive them keep forgiving them. This is in one, another one of Paul's letters. And as you, as you look at what Paul is writing about here, and you look at this, this list of virtues— and as, and as great as compassion, kindness, humility, and gentleness are, patience, what's, what's more important than that is having the love of Christ. And, 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 you know, I listened Amen. to where you were last night and what Amen. was happening, mm-hmm. and you could go in there with all the compassion in the universe yep. and not heal that woman. That's exactly You right. can go in there with all the humility, with all the kindness, with all the patience. You could be the most forbearing or... or, or a love-bearing person, but if it's not Christ's love, it's not going to bring a change. And so we need to learn to, to live out our lives daily putting on the love of Christ. That's why I sent that scripture out today. Amen. As we're getting ready, as we're getting dressed and all, putting on everything that we need for the day, make sure you're putting on the love of Christ because nothing is going to bring and I, and I I know this is a negative, but I'm going to reiterate this. Nothing will achieve perfect unity outside of the virtue of the love of Christ. And so so that and and folks, we have to put that on every day. It's not something that you receive when you're saved, and and that dose that you get that day is sufficient for the next thirty to eighty years. This is a. a it's it's like drinking water and breathing air. We need to constantly be refreshing ourselves and, and going back. And, and, and he says it's not just putting that on. It's sloughing off what we don't need because as every day progresses, and I think one of the reasons we're seeing some of the issues that we're seeing is is there's so much divisiveness in the world that the more you see, the more there is. And and so when you see people fighting, it polarizes even the group that's around there. You, you, you know, you go to a schoolyard with, with elementary school kids, and you look at two kids who start to fight, and, and you can split that group in half in a second just by them picking sides. And, and we do that over and over again. So, so the more divisions you have in a culture... The more opportunities you have to be divided, the more divided you are, the more you fight. And the more you fight, the more you see it. The more you see it, the more divided. And, 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 and so this has been going on for thousands of years. And now all of a sudden we're at a place where we're fighting over everything. I, I was, I was, when I was in Israel, two of the sects of, of, of Judaism 
One of the things that they disagree on is how you wear your socks. Seriously. Seriously. But so, so let me go from there, and we'll, we'll come to Christianity. And, and we have divisions in Christianity over whether or not you plug in a guitar. And, and the more we divide ourselves, the less we're putting on his love. And I believe there is such an emphatic necessity. And this is, I think, for, for the Christmas season and for the wrap-up of love overall. It starts with me. It starts with you, folks. It's, it, it's, that's why Paul says he's writing this first person to everybody who's reading it. Each of us individually needs to put on the love of Christ over everything else. As good as we may be at everything that we do, I, I don't want people to see uh, my compassion or my preaching or my ability to write. No, no, no. That's something they need to see first. The first thing that people need to see when they see me is the love of Christ. And, and, and a, you know, I love that story. Giving them a book. Letting them in line. Not getting mad when they cut you off. And there's, 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 we can go on and on and on. But when we put on the love of Christ, all of a sudden our compassion is actually really compassionate. Our kindness is genuine and sincere. Our humility becomes much more impactful because we're, we're, we're not pumping us or what we're doing. We're pumping Christ. We're saying, no, 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 no. And, and I'll say this. You don't need Creekside. And where I am not here to build a church. You need God. We're here, we're here to build the kingdom. Amen. You need God. So, so can you get Creek, God at Creekside and Christ at Creekside? Absolutely. But you can get them, right? You know where you can get them on Sunday? Macomb County Community Jail. Mm-hmm. You can get them pretty much, yeah. You, where do, wherever <laughs> you are, you can get them. Well, how do you do it? By putting on the love of Christ, allowing Christ to be all in all. And that's where, you know, that's what I want to see opened up under trees, in stockings, at the mall, wherever we are. You know, I'm not, I'm not giving out a whole lot this year, but the love of Christ. Amen. And it's because that's what he gave me. That's the most important thing. It's not easy to live out such a precious reality. You think about, I think sometimes people hear this and thinking, I, I can never be that way. I can never be that person. But you see, when each of us disconnect from who we were and we become who Christ created us to be, and we start connecting each other in that way, all of a sudden, there's, there's a small change that starts here with me and then with me and Wendy or, or me and Doug or me and Bruce or me and whoever, whoever I'm working with that day. And you see these small groups start to impact everybody around them. And, and, and I love how Jesus is just walking along the shore of Galilee. I was actually on that shore, right by the Mountain of Beatitudes. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> and as we were so walking awesome. there, um, I was thinking he just he saw these guys fishing, and he starts telling them, hey, one at a time, come follow me. And he really, in earnest, he only really spoke to 12 people that way. And I believe that there was a very intentional work that was going where, he's, where he, was, he was showing all of us throughout history, you don't need an army. You don't need thousands and thousands of people. You just need to connect with a few people, Key people. At, a, mm-hmm. at, at, a, at a divine level 
of truth and love. And you'll begin to see high impact from the, the, the supreme being who created everything that we see, saying, let me direct you through these things. And, and, you, and you look at, at the work that Jesus did with his 12 disciples and how they impacted another 120 to 500 people. But over a period of just a few years, they pretty, pretty much impacted the entire region, not just of Jerusalem, but Judea and Samaria. And then, and then Paul gets involved, and pretty soon it's, it's all over the world. And it's because they weren't repping themselves. They were repping Christ, and they weren't pushing their love. They were pushing his love. So what does he say? He says, put this love on overall. This, this, the supreme virtue above all virtues is possessing the love of Christ. And as we possess, as that, and maybe more better said, as that love possesses us, then we become people that can have greater impact. Amen. Amen. This is exactly what we needed right now to close out our year, to move into the holiday, and to start fresh our new year. Mm -hmm. So, Pastor Tim, we have a minute left. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Just for the time and dedication that you've given to our listeners this year, every month, bringing us a fresh new word that we can we can implement in our lives every day. And this just is the perfect sum- summarization of what we needed today. So God bless you. Bless you for your your desire to give, your desire to share with us. If you would like to donate to Tim's church, he does have his website at C34U. It is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. They um, are yeah, strictly off, of, right off of tithes uh, and giving. So please sow a seed into his ministry. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you for what you do and for how many lives you touch every day. And listeners, if you want to thank him, send him a donation. All right. We love you. God bless you. We'll be back with you next week and go make it an amazing day and put on the love of Christ, please. You're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.